This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Each week we give the world globe a spin and see where we land. Then we take the kids of Australia on an audio excursion to visit that country and its people. I'm Amanda Bauer, and today on Squiz the World, we're visiting the Central American country of Costa Rica, which stands out from its neighbours because it's one of the happiest countries on earth. It's a stable democracy, its economy is reasonably strong, and it has none of the problems with violence that its neighbours suffer from. So at a time when there's so much news about war in the world, let's learn some of the secrets of this peaceful nation. Strap yourselves in to the Squiz Kids super fast supersonic jetliner as we take off and take a squiz at Costa Rica. Just the facts. Costa Rica is in Central America, that thin strip of land that connects North and South America. Its neighbours are Nicaragua to the north and Panama to the south, and on either side, the Caribbean Sea and the Pacific Ocean. Costa Rica means rich coast in Spanish, and it was given the name when early Spanish explorers and colonisers saw the gold jewellery that Indigenous people there wore. There are eight different Indigenous groups in Costa Rica whose descendants were living there before Spanish and African people came there. Today, they represent about 2.5% of the population, so not so far off the 3.3% of Australians who identify as Indigenous in our country. In total, Costa Rica has a population of about 5 million people, with around 350,000 of them living in the capital, San Jose. But Costa Rica's most famous inhabitants are probably its wildlife. The country has the highest density of biodiversity in the world. Now, that phrase might have rolled right off my tongue, density of biodiversity, but what does it actually mean? Well, biodiversity means the variety of plant and animal life in a place. If it's dense, then it means there's lots of different types of plants and animals in a small space. Because Costa Rica is part of a land bridge between North and South America, it's a place where the animals and plants from the two continents have been mixing together for millions of years, producing many more different species. Costa Rica takes up just one thirtieth of one percent of the land on Earth, but it contains four percent of all the species that exist on the planet. That means it's extremely dense with plants and animals, thousands of which exist nowhere else on Earth. The fancy word for those unique plants and animals is endemic, and Costa Rica has endemic frogs, snakes, lizards, hummingbirds, butterflies, and more. It's an incredible place to visit, and there's a link in your episode notes for a virtual video visit to some of those animals too. Whenever you travel, it's important to learn a few words in that country's language. It's a great way to show respect. So let's learn the lingo. In Costa Rica, the official language is Spanish, and there are also three recognised regional Indigenous languages. Squeeze Kid Sarah is 10, and her mum works for the Costa Rican Embassy in Canberra. She's here to teach us how you say hello in Spanish. Hola. Go on, you give it a try. Hola. It starts with an H, but you don't pronounce that in Spanish. There are 21 different countries in the world that have Spanish as one of their official languages, but there's one saying that is very typical just for Costa Rica. 
Sarah, tell us what it is. Buddha. Okay, so literally that means pure life. But basically it's a way of being optimistic and happy, of making the most of life. It's the unofficial motto of Costa Rica. Pura vida. Say that to someone there and they'll treat you like a local. People are always really grateful when you just try to speak their language. They may even thank you for it. Hey, Sarah, how do we say thank you in Spanish? Gracias. And gracias to you too, Sarah. Now that we can communicate a little bit, it's... Time for school. Costa Ricans are some of the best educated people in Latin America. Education has been free and compulsory since 1897, and starting at age four, kids put on dark blue pants and skirts and white shirts and head off to preschool. Whether kids go to a private or a public school in Costa Rica, they are going to be taught the same subjects and use the same books. Kids also eat a meal together at school so that they learn good eating habits together. Some schools even have a toothbrushing session after lunch to make sure kids are taking care of their teeth. The Costa Rican government wants all kids to be educated, so they make sure that kids whose families don't have a lot of money receive extra help to buy uniforms and pay for transport to get their kids to school each day. It's not so easy in lots of other parts of Central America, so lots of families actually come to live in Costa Rica to escape troubled times and give their kids the benefit of going to school in peaceful Costa Rica. Just like we learn about Australian history at school here, kids in Costa Rica learn about the important events that shaped their country. Of course, we don't have 12 school years to teach you all about the history of Costa Rica in one podcast, but here's the one thing that we think is pretty interesting and important. And it's a big part of the reason why all those families are moving to Costa Rica for their kids. Let's get in our time machine for... Time Travel. Let's head back, way back, to 1949. A new constitution, which is a set of rules for running a country, is being adopted in Costa Rica. And it's Article 12 of this constitution that is really interesting. It abolishes the Costa Rican army. That's right, for more than 70 years since, Costa Rica has had no army. There's a police force, but all the money that would be spent on the military has instead gone towards education and health. So even though it's a reasonably poor country, Costa Rica leads the Central American and Caribbean region in primary education and health. Its former president, Oscar Arias, won a Nobel Peace Prize for leading efforts to negotiate an end to civil wars and conflicts in other Central American countries in the 1980s. And in 1989, Costa Rica's neighbour, Panama, also abolished its military, meaning that their border is the only non-militarised one in the world. Phew! I have learned a tonne about Costa Rica and now I'm starving. I think it might be... Dinner time. Okay, so actually, it's breakfast time on this episode because when the rooster crows, <laughs> who doesn't want spotted rooster for breakfast? Gallo pinto means spotted rooster in Spanish, but it's actually a rice dish made with beans, coriander, onion, and red capsicum. A typical breakfast in Costa Rica involves gallo pinto, 
eggs, fried or scrambled, maybe some fresh tortillas, and of course, avocado and some fresh fruit on the side. And on every table in every home and restaurant in Costa Rica, you'll find salsa lisano. It's a brown sauce that's slightly sweet, slightly spicy with hints of cumin. There's a link in your episode notes to a recipe for gallo pinto, as well as a link to salsa lisano. Buen provecho. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Costa Rica has the highest density of what in the world? Biodiversity or plants and animals. Question number two. What does Article 12 of Costa Rica's constitution do? That's right. It abolishes the army. And question number three. This is a hard one. What should you say in Spanish to sound like a local in Costa Rica? Pura vida or pure life. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for staying curious about the world and joining me on this incredible trip to Costa Rica. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Out.